0: Good evening, you are listening to the Fumble Rookie Podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm your host, Adam Wright, along with co-host Justin Tucker. Now, week one is final is officially in the books, and we, and as expected, we have a lot to talk about. But first, I want to introduce our special guest, Sean Howe. Sean, are you, how are you doing today, our favorite Miami Dolphins fan?
1: I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. So,
0: doing well, We're doing well. It's uh, week one, you know. We're excited. We're excited to get going. Um, so Sean, you've been on our show a couple of times. You're a you're a Dolphins fan, and I, me being a Patriots fan. So uh, obviously, that's the only reason besides our friendship of him being on the show. Just to recap that the the uh game where our teams faced each other, but otherwise, you're pretty useless. Oh, all right. Yep. just had to be honest there. But so, anyways, the New England Patriots faced the Miami Dolphins, and Sean was over my house. Uh, Justin couldn't make it, but Sean and a couple of other of other friends were at my house. We were watching the game. It was pretty nice. We were right. We were. We had the TV set up outside in our back on our back patio we have the pool going going we had some food we brought we had wings it was a nice little setup but anyways enough about us the game so then so the game started at about 425 it was a back and forth game until the end of the fourth quarter there was just over three minutes left the patriots were driving the score was 17 16 then and Next thing you know, Damien Harris after a carry, he fumbles the ball and he loses the ball.
1: <laughs>
0: Being down 17-16 in Miami's favor, New England never got the ball back and Miami the Miami Dolphins won the game. Now, Mac Jones had about just over 290 yards, he threw a touchdown pass, no turnovers, and I believe I'm just going off memory, Tua Tagovailoa had about what, 270 yards, 260 with a touchdown and an interception?
1: Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so he, had a, he had a throwing touchdown, and then he rushed for a touchdown.
0: So, yep. guys, what are your – so I'll start with you, Sean. What, is, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: I mean, first off, I do have to say Mike Jones played very well. Um, obviously, a rookie starting his first week who thought he'd see a stat line of 290 with a touchdown. Two former no
0: Alabama quarterbacks.
1: Um, But, you know, obviously, the better team came out on top. Point that out right now. But <laughs> in, in oh, all no. seriousness, no, the Dolphins the, the Dolphins didn't win that game. You know, as much as I'm a Dolphins fan, yes, I'm happy to see my team win. The Dolphins didn't win that game. The Patriots lost that game. Mm-hmm. Just mistakes. I was reading up on it earlier, the penalties. So many penalties went against the Patriots compared to the Dolphins. Turnovers. Those will kill you in a football game. It wasn't the Dolphins capitalizing really on much because the Dolphins made just as many mistakes. But at the end of the day, the Patriots made the biggest mistake fumbling in the red zone mm-hmm. right at the end of the game.
0: So the Patriots fumbled the ball four times and they lost the they lost the ball twice. Now I'm trying. I'm looking for their the penalty statistics, but it wasn't good.
1: They it, um, it, was, it was the. It was eight times for eighty four yards, uh, and the dolphins were only penalized five times for twenty eight yards.
0: which is which is uncharacteristic for the New England Patriots being the disciplined team that they are under mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, He runs his practices like he's a drill sergeant, and he basically like he'll he'll push you in the doghouse. like he'll cut you if you make any sort of mistake. If you guys remember a few years ago, Jonas uh, running back, he was a practice squad player. And he was only he only got it was back in 2014. He only got a chance because Stephen Ridley was hurt and they didn't have anybody. They didn't have anybody to come in for him. They had this guy named Jonas Gray. He ran for 200 yards and four touchdown four touchdowns in this one game. And he was benched the next game because he just did because he showed up late to practice. And then he gave he gave Belichick attitude about it on social media. So he was. This is something where discipline has never been an issue, but it was today. Or sorry, two days ago.
1: I mean, I, I was just I was looking more into it, and, and Tua really didn't have a good game if you think about it. I mean, he played decent, but I think it's the Dolphin defense that really, if you want to say, won the game. It's what won us that game. Tua had a few terrible reads. We had receivers dropping passes when we were about to break in the field goal range. You know, I'm happy that Waddle finally got the nerves out. He started to look better towards the second half of the game. He had that nice catch. uh, I forget who was over um, for a good game. And he scored his first touchdown coming right out of the half. So I think it was good to get the nerves off him. Uh, I think Tua still has a lot of work. Obviously, Mac Jones came out raw talent and performing excellent, or I'd say above – what the Patriots or anyone probably expected for a rookie quarterback. I mean, he was yeah, obviously. If you walked in and said, "Who who was the veteran quarterback?" I would have said Matt Jones, just off of what happened.
0: Yeah, Tua ended up with. He, it wasn't 270 yards. It was 200 yards, and he averaged about seven yards per attempt. Um, but any, but to your point on uh, Jalen Waddle, how he had a decent game. He he. Got, had four receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown, so very, very good start for him. I, I thought he was going to be a boss going into the season. I've said that a few times over this offseason. but if he's going to prove me wrong, this is a pretty good start for
1: it. I you said it you said it when he dropped that first pass. Uh, we were driving in the second quarter down the field. Um, but I just think it was nerves, and I think those nerves finally shook off. Went into halftime, realized he could do it, came back out, and proved it literally on the first drive, scored his first touchdown right there.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what happens with him. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Justin, we've kind of left you out so far. Uh, given how you're not a Patriots or Dolphins fan, but what are your do you have any other thoughts on this?
2: Just a little bit, tidbits. I can't give you the whole thing because I couldn't watch the game due to practice, my practice, so I couldn't watch the game. So, I can only watch bits and pieces. As far as Mac Jones and the way he played, I thought he played fine. I almost thought he fumbled on that one play when he threw it, but it, when he threw it behind the line, and it turned out to be an incompletion and not a fumble. But overall, I thought he had a pretty good game. I kind of wanted more from Tua because 17 16 is a little too close for, for me. I thought the Dolphins were going to win this a little more handedly. But overall, I. Uh, Mac Jones performed pretty well for his first start in the league. I, I'm happy for him. I think he's going to improve on this, and I think he'll be the franchise guy moving forward. in time to tell.
1: Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: the Patriots had the Patriots had this one. They, this game won, and they gave it away
1: because Damian uh, Harris can I mean- hold on to the ball.
2: He was not the
1: only one that couldn't hold on. That's true. But a huge piece of it, I mean, Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard a few months ago almost wasn't the a dolphin. They almost left, and he showed up yesterday to play, and that was a huge part of our defense yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a lot of factors that could have, you know, could have went our way, or could have went against us, I should say. Like Van Noy, we lost Van Noy. Van Noy played a good game yesterday for the Patriots. There was a lot of things, you know, people were like, oh, the Dolphins gonna be good. Are they gonna be good? They lost Van Noy, they're having issues with Howard. Is Tua actually gonna play well? And I think yesterday was a good confidence boost for that entire organization that, hey, we can do this, we're here to play, you know, we're finally gonna make a run at something.
0: Yeah, so that, that's also that that's also part of why I'm actually very impressed with Mac Jones. Not just the stat line. The stat line's obviously great, but you also have to put it into context sometimes. Sometimes bad quarterbacks have good performances against bad teams, and you have to put that into you have to put that uh, into context. But the Dolphins are an above average defense in this league, and he was able to put up statistics with that. And he didn't turn the ball over, which is key to not be able to turn the ball over. Cam Newton wasn't able to do that to so not. Turn the ball over, and he was also not able to throw the ball down the field. So that was very encouraging for me.
1: I mean, I just think overall the whole game boosted. Even the Patriots coming out on the losing side, I think for Mac Jones and that organization, it gave him confidence, obviously, to keep going forward. So I think for both teams at the end of the day, you know, they're both going to get a confidence boost out of it, and they're both going to keep working forward, and they're both going to have competitive seasons. And I can see when we face again, it being another close competitive game.
0: Yeah. So obviously it was a it was an entertaining game. Ugly game for the page for the Patriots. Not so much pretty ugly for the Dolphins as well. But it's the beginning of the season. It was an interesting first week. But anyways, we're going to move on and up next we up next we're going to talk a little bit about a couple narratives that from week one, that could very well be be overreactions. However, this is week one where all it is is overreactions. So stay stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Welcome back. This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast by Power eighty eight D Radio. I'm I'm Adam Wright. I'm here with Justin Tucker and our guest Sean Howe the Dolphins fan, and so obviously this being week one, uh, some crazy things happen that you don't expect, and it leaves it leads us to have some, to drive these, cr- some crazy narratives, some crazy opinions that you would have never expected, that could wind up being nothing later later on, but because it's week one, I'm going to let it slide, and I'm going to say, let's, Give us our best overreaction. Something that we saw that we're like, wow, this is gonna be the way it is for the rest of the season. Give us your like give us your best like overreaction from this week. Sean, do you want to start us off?
1: Um No, you know what? I wanna see the Ravens fan go first. I wanna let I wanna let him have his, his glory. All we right. took the glory in the last segment. <sighs>
2: I I will get to the Ravens later. I'm not going to start it off here. But the biggest overreaction I've heard: Jameis Winston is going to win MVP. Wow. Because of his five touchdown performance against the Packers.
1: Jeez. To be
0: fair, he did he did make that defense did make Jameis Winston look like he's going to be a future Hall of Famer.
2: He's on pace for like 80 touchdowns this year. No, 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 more. Because I keep on We're forgetting, right. there's seventeen, five of them, sixteen. Listen, he's a, he's a good quarterback, and I'm happy he's finally getting his shine back in New Orleans. But come on, he's no, I don't think he's going to win MVP over people like Patrick Mahomes and the light. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, th- those caliber of quarterbacks. So let's calm it down a bit. Enjoy your win, but. I don't think Jameis is winning MVP anytime soon.
1: You never know though. He's not. I I, I have to agree, Jesse. He's not. No way.
0: With that, don't us don't do not underestimate the LASIK surgery he had to repair his vision so he wouldn't throw for thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions again.
2: So you're telling me he's eating W's now? Hey, it's his
0: pregame speech. How many of y'all eating a W tonight? <laughs> what the hell? John?
1: So, I think for me, yeah, I probably have to go with that. Uh, I was reading this earlier. People think Jalen Hurts uh, is going to take the Eagles to the, the, the NFC Championship. The, the sure that came up was, with did that. an
0: Eagles fan say that?
1: No. I found it. I think it was Bleacher Report. They were saying. Um, Oh, where was it? I'm trying to find it again right now. But yeah, no, it was about Jalen Hurts literally taking the Eagles to the NFC Championship over one game. No. I, I, I Listen, I didn't come up with it. I don't ask the questions. I just read it. But again, it it's the pretty-
2: NFC East, and they're known for overreactions here.
0: Oh, I'm well aware. I mean, it wasn't. Um, especially the Dallas Cowboys. Like, everything oh, yeah. that happens, they're like, oh. Cowboys well, Cowboy We it this have year. one on
2: campus. We have a Giants fan on campus, and James blows things out of proportion.
0: James, well, he's a yeah, he has a Giants fan, so it does make sense. And we know how Eagles fans are. It was definitely an Eagles fan who said that, wasn't it? Not to hey, call hey, out hey. any Eagles fans who are listening here. Um, I I admire your guys' passion, but sometimes you just got to be
1: realistic, man. They, like, they, they take like, it over the edge with their passion. We're past. talking. We're talking about the same conference where the winner came out last year, who made the playoffs with a losing record. So take that for what you want.
0: They'll burn down the entire city with a, with their passion.
1: Mm-hmm. They'll burn it down either way. Regardless, their own city. Oh well. Anyways,
0: my best overreaction, but, and something I've heard a lot of since week one is that the Packers have is that Aaron Rodgers is done that Aaron Rodgers doesn't care anymore and he's he basically tried to throw the game and that he just wants to, he just wants to get out of there and he just he just hates it there but i've got to say from looking at from looking at his from seeing his po- his body posture from his from his tone of voice during the press conference, from saying, "Oh, well, it's just one week. We have 16 more." You know, I mean, in his de- so so in these people's defenses, I'm not gonna try and say like Aaron Rodgers is done. This team's going to stink, but you know, this wasn't just one week. This should have been a layup of a win. I'm not trying to say the Saints are bad, but you should have. That's a, This is a team you should beat. It's Jameis Winston, and he has he has next to nothing to throw to, and you made him look like a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you, Aaron Rodgers, you threw two picks, and I, I, I don't believe he I don't believe he broke two fifty yards.
2: No, I'll have he to check. Threw under that, he didn't break two hundred.
0: He, he didn't broke. break two hundred. So there you go. And it wasn't. It was against a, a New Orleans defense that isn't really Isn't really that good. That it makes Aaron Rodgers look that bad. It's good. It's a soft. It's an okay defense. But I might not, pick it up not, in fantasy now. Maybe, if it's going to be like that. But not I mean, good it, enough so that it's. You know, but it's still crazy. Because that's not that, that's not sustainable. Even if he has a down year, he's going to throw at least like 25, 26 touchdown passes.
1: I mean, we're that's talking about, about a quarterback that was MVP caliber. How did this happen?
0: Won, he literally won MVP last year that's, and he showed
1: no, no signs of decline. He won MVP. Something doesn't add up. An MVP caliber quarterback does not come out and not score a touchdown against the below average team? Especially now the Saints don't have Drew Brees. What are the Saints? What, what is so special about them that you can only put up three points in a whole game I don't know. You're an MVP quarterback? Mm-hmm. So
0: this is a team that might,
1: this Ain't is a no team way. that
0: might very well have a down year. The Packers could have a down year. They might barely sneak in the playoffs. They could, for all I know, they could miss it. But they weren't that bad. They're, they're not, that's not going to be that bad. They're going to have a football season, I think.
2: They're going to fix it.
0: They'll fix it. It just depends on to what extent. Are they going to return to their MVP caliber status? where they are a Super Bowl contending team? Maybe. Are they going to miss the playoffs? Maybe. I don't think they're going to be a bad team. It's just It just doesn't. It, they have too much talent. It's not in the cards. This is not going to happen.
1: I just still think that something has to be – you don't just put up three points against the Saints and act like nothing, nothing's gone wrong. Like I'm not saying – yeah, I'm not saying that at all. They, they'll put no. a season together, don't get me wrong, but you still have to wonder what is going on in Aaron Rodgers' head. Like, does he really care about the game of football anymore? I Or agree about it. the Green Bay Packers?
0: And, like, did you see some of his press conference during, conferences during training camp? <laughs> I've never seen a player so brutally honest in my life. Literally saying, yeah, I, I was kind of, like, com- contemplating retirement, and I didn't know if I wanted to play football anymore. But here I am, guys. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: I mean, like, even if you just saw him showing up for training camp, when you see, like, the videos of them walking in and out, like, you could just tell it just seemed like he didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it
2: wasn't I,
1: I, just... To be honest, I'll make a bold prediction. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see more Jordan Love in the next coming weeks.
0: Sure. I don't think that's gonna I still think it's that's still that's another overreaction.
1: No Aaron Rodgers like I'm saying, is gonna... I I don't know. I think if Aaron Rodgers continues to play like this, that they're gonna be forced almost by hand to have to work with Jordan Love. You cannot put up three points every week. Again, it's the Saints. If you can only put up three against the Saints, what's gonna happen when they go play a good team? Yep. Yeah. Eventually, they're gonna to have to make Jordan Love work if they can't get Aaron Rodgers to get on board with the program, which he clearly, as we've just discussed, has not gotten on board with whatever Green Bay is trying to do.
0: Well, if it can, if this continues, but like I said, there's no chance that he's gonna be this bad. I know. I know this is like you can't look at this and say there's not nothing wrong. I agree. There's clearly something up, and the off season obviously has something to do with it, but. You can't say that he's going to stay this bad. He won't. He'll he'll have a he might have a down year, but as in the words of Aaron Rodgers himself, cocky bastard, that some down years, some career years for some down years for me are career years for other for other quarterbacks, which is true actually.
1: Yeah. I just think he's so, going to get his mind right. Right now, his mind's not. There and again, we've seen it. So it's just a matter of is he going to want to be there? Like, does he want to play football? Like, that's that's the question that I ask because it really looks like he doesn't want to play anymore. He has no interest in being part of the Packers. Yeah, yeah, basically. All right. Well,
0: we are going to move on, but up next, when we talk about some overreactions. It's not an overreaction that there were a lot of upsets going on this, um, during, this w- during this week. In fact, it's actually very historic, the number of upsets that we got, the underdogs that pulled through. We're going to discuss that next here on the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Stay tuned. And we're back. This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast. I'm Adam Wright. I'm with Justin Tucker and Sean Howe, our guest speaker here the Dolphins fan himself. And we are talking about a little bit of off-season action. We've already gone over the New England Patriots. It's between me and Sean, the Dolphins fan and the Patriots fan, we've gone over some overreactions from the uh, week one action because obviously you're going to have some week one drama where you're going to be saying, holy crap, this happened, and this is what's going to, like, you know, there's always all this crazy, crazy garbage that happens. But anyways... There was another crazy thing that happened this week where the that there was a record amount of upsets from this past week past opening week according to ESPN nine underdogs won their games this week and which would be most most for a regular season week in 38 years so you'll have to go back we me like all three of us weren't even born this was I will have to go back. Well, I mean, some quick maths here, Sean, the uh, the math guy. How 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 long ago was that? That was.
1: What year? Long
0: time. It, it was a long time ago. Anyway, 28 the team, years. The 38 years. To... 30 longest in 38 years. So the the teams who pulled through, who were underdogs, were the Vegas Raiders versus the Baltimore Ravens, which we will talk about. In a bit, uh, the Arizona <laughs> Justin, the Arizona Cardinals against the Tennessee Titans, the Cincinnati Bengals against the uh, Vikings, the Houston Texans against the Jaguars, the Los Angeles Chargers against the football team, the Miami Dolphins against the Patriots, the New England uh, sorry New Orleans Saints against Green Bay. Which we discussed a little bit, the Philadelphia Eagles against Atlanta and Pittsburgh Steelers against the Buffalo Bills. So this so this all begs the question: which upset was the most shocking to you guys? I'll let either of you start off on this topic.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll happily go first because I already know what Justin's going to say, and I want to I want to let him fume afterwards. But what I was going to say I mean, we've already discussed this game. But Saints and Packers, the Saints put up thirty-eight points against one of the best teams, supposedly in the you know the NFC. Jameis Winston and, had five touchdowns
0: and a great defense. And it was against a very good Packers defense, too. Correct, like Jair yeah. Alexander, the the new kid that they got out of. The new cornerback they got. What is it? Is it Savage?
2: Stokes.
0: Stokes. Yeah. It was. That's secondary is legit. That front seven's legit. That was a good Packers defense.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Wait. You, wait. 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 Did you just say the Packers secondary is legit? Well, outside of one of them. I was about to say they still got one of them. They still got. They still got. They still got that guy on that roster.
0: Completely blanking on his name. What was it again? Kevin King. Kevin King, that burnt piece of toast. That guy. He got smoked. He got smoked in the NFC Championship by a ple he got smoked in the NFC Championship by their the team's by the Buccaneers number three wide receiver. Like the dirt on the Buccaneers shoe. Yeah,
2: it's A him. guy named Scotty. Scotty
0: Miller. For it was it was incredible how they just they just exploited him. I mean, anyways, let me, go let me, on. Keep,
1: keep me, going. finish finish your take. Let me let me raise a question. Here. If I told you that Jameis Winston and the Saints were playing the Green Bay Packers, how, how many touchdowns do you think Jameis Winston would have? Like, what is your typical stat line? Do you think that Jameis Winston would have going into a game like that?
2: Well, it depends on which Jameis you're getting.
1: If <laughs> he's yeah. five touchdowns, you said? Yeah, we well, had yeah, five touchdowns. Yeah. I don't I know think, if I'm pretty sure he yet, had
0: him. just a little over a hundred yards, right?
1: Uh, 150 or 148, I think. Yeah. Hundred he he was 14 for 20 with a uh, 148 yards and five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Uh, and then he kept it on the ground for another 37 yards.
2: My thing is. I could see him throwing three touchdowns, but I also see him throwing three picks as well. So it's like
1: it's he, to the of he threw no interceptions, so as Adam just said. That's a crazy thing. The he didn't secondary? turn the
0: ball over at all.
1: A solid secondary? Who would have thought that was ever gonna happen? So no. I I have to go to Saints and Green Bay. I mean that's just it yeah. still mind boggles me that entire game. Three points from Aaron Rodgers, an MVP in the Green Bay offense and 38 points from a New Orleans offense who no longer has Drew Brees. So I'll have to
0: agree with you on that one. I think I I was trying to find a different one to go a, a different direction, but that's just too that's too blatant to ignore. I mean, there were some there were some good ones. The Buffalo Bills were deserve an honorable mention how they got how they got beat in the second quarter or in the second half. Were they held scoreless in the second half? I think uh, they were.
1: No, I don't believe... Or they was were it in,
0: just in the fourth was. quarter? It was something where the Steelers just clamped down on defense. It,
1: the, the Steelers, I know they had, I think it was 14 or 20. They had a lot of points to go. What was it? Yeah, I think it was 10-1 unanswered. Because I'm looking at it right now. It was 10 nothing going into the half. And then it was 10-6 to going into the fourth. And then Buffalo put up 17 in the fourth. So I want to say that they had twenty unanswered. It was something like that. I know. I remember seeing it when we were watching it. Actually, it was it was an absurd amount. Buffalo just gave up pretty much.
0: So I'm trying to fi- I'm just trying to find the uh, stat, the line score from this game. But it was it was something and it was something crazy. That just just this massive momentum shift.
1: Yeah, and it was it was the third third into the fourth quarter. It was. Like I said, it was ten to nothing in the Bills' favorite half, and then the Bills only scored six in the entire second half. The Buffalo's twenty-three.
0: Okay, so in the fourth <coughs> quarter, seventeen to six, Pittsburgh outscored Buffalo seventeen to six. So Buffalo Buffalo had this game. It was about it was. Um, they they had the lead for the majority of the game, and then it just. Then it just collapsed.
1: It just fell 20. apart. It was twenty. I, I was right. It was twenty unanswered. It had twenty unanswered points in the second half. So mo- So it up
0: until it was a it was a low scoring game up until the fourth quarter, when it was yeah. about it was six to it was ten to six, and it then it
1: just pick. then it just fell apart. They had two touchdowns in the fourth quarter where the Bills didn't respond. But anyways
0: anyways I like you can't ignore the Green bay one like how do you how do you get sm- like not only lose but get smoked by that saints team I mean it was ridiculous, all right, so Justin, I know you've been let- you've been waiting to let off some steam about your ravens, I know you're picking that team justin please justin the floor is yours i'm
2: d- I wanted to say I wanted to say Green Bay versus the Saints. That's the obvious one. You let Jameis Winston give a give you five touchdowns. That that's easy to me. That's the easy one. As a secondary option, if both of you guys chose that, I would have chose the Buffalo one. Cause they shouldn't have lost to Pittsburgh. Big Ben is trash and they still lost to, to the Steelers. That defense, not gonna lie, I like that defense. I respect that defense, but come on, Josh Allen, the guy you guys are trying to tell me is a future MVP, the franchise guy of the team, through f- f- 50 times, which is way too many times in my opinion, but they have no running game. Hm, wish he wish he had Zach Moss and Devin Singletary to do Trump now. But any anyway, my biggest gripe is the Ravens versus the Raiders. You had one job. I don't know how we lost that game going into the fourth. We just couldn't stop them in the fourth. The thing is, our offense had struggles here and there, but we should have won the game in the fourth. All we had to do was stop them and not let them kick the field goal. That's all we had to do. And we couldn't do that, and we forced it into overtime. And if you do that, the chances of us winning went down dramatically because it goes to a coin flip, and the team that has the home field advantage, if they win the coin flip, they had the best opportunity to score right then and there.
1: I mean, there's a positive that came out of that game. I won fantasy because of it. Your defense didn't show up.
2: My defense. we'll, We'll get to that later we will
1: get to, to we will get
2: to the tragedy that happened on that side I of the just ball. To, we I just will get to make
1: the thank you we will okay. get to
2: the offensive thing that happened on the offensive side of the ball we will get to all of all that right. in the next topic all right that's a good that's a good tease
0: we're going to move on, we're going to move on and talk about just about just that game Mon- on Monday night football the raiders and the ravens an absolute thriller We will analyze that in full. Up next, you're listening to the Fumble Roosky Podcast.
2: Absolute thrill. I almost lost my life.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to the Fumble Roosky Podcast. I'm Adam Wright with Justin Tucker. With our guest, Dolphins fan, Sean Howe. We are talking some football in Week 1 action. And to save the best for last, probably the best game of this week... On Monday Night Football, the Ravens and the Raiders played last night. Uh, are, you guys are going listen, to be listening to this at, se- at 7 on Wednesday or around there. But uh, Anyways, so the, Raver, the Raiders beat the Ravens, and the Ravens led for the majority of the game. The Raiders forced overtime by outscoring Baltimore 17-10 to in the fourth quarter by the, at that point and so at that point we're tied and I'll go into the play by play to get so what ends up happening is the two teams they took turns turning the ball over the Oakland had the ball at the Oak, Oakland had the ball at the 1 yard line and Derek Carr throws a pick in the end zone Next thing you know, the Ravens are the Ravens are marching down and then Lamar Jackson fumbles the ball away. The Raiders would go into field goal range. They but they boldly went for a for a pass. They got a deep ball. Completes it. Touchdown. Raiders Raiders win the game. Guys, give me your thoughts. I will I will let Justin, our Ravens fan, lead it off. Give me your thoughts. Let it all out, buddy.
2: After, after the end of the game, I had to remind myself the sun will come out tomorrow. I had to remind myself that tomorrow is a new day, and I had to remind myself that I don't play for the Baltimore Ravens because I would have murdered somebody if I was on that field. Let me get this straight. You're trying to tell me we had our foots on their necks for the entirety of the game until the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden, we decide to let them back into the game and actually lose that game. I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. I'm befuddled. I am confused. I am flummoxed. I don't know how my defense just choked the game away in the fourth quarter. I don't I don't know where to begin, but I'm going to begin with the offense. Because that is the least amount of gripe I have. But there's a whole bunch of stuff I need to get into. Number one, number 78, Alejandro Villanueva. You're not playing for Pittsburgh. You're playing for Baltimore. Get your act together. Yesterday, you were playing like the opposition. I don't know what Max Crosby did to you. But man, you were getting your butt whipped by him the entire game. I don't know what. Your problem is Lamar Jackson was fighting for his life back there. Oh, my God. He was pressured 54% of the time when he dropped back to pass. 54% of the time. You want to know why? Because you can't handle Max Crosby. You can't handle him. And it's only effort. It's only effort. He tried it on Ronnie Stanley. Didn't work too well. He went straight to you and did not leave that side for the rest of the game. I cannot believe you... I thought Tyree Phillips was going to be the worst player on the game, but he got injured. No, it was you. You played like a bum. I expect better from you. Also, expecting better from Mark Andrews. Second and seven, you had the chance to pick up the first down before the fumble, and it went through your hands and you dropped it. I expect more from the tight end we just paid four years, $56 million for you don't drop that pass and then expect that everything to be fine cuz now it's third and long we're going to have to pass again and guess what there's no protection cuz Alejandro Villanueva can't block to save his life and Lamar Jackson fumbles oh my god receivers dropping passes tight ends can't catch all linemen can't block to save their lives and then we get to our quarterback Lamar Jackson the LaMarvelous one. I'm not gonna lie to you. He was okay. I'm not gonna eviscerate him. He had an okay game. The two fumbles were critical. I I'm not happy about the first one. I'm not getting on him about the second one because that's not his fault. The first one, though, I need him to hold on to that ball. But he was by far the best thing I had on offense. And that is it. Ooh. Ooh. And Oh, let me get to this defense real quick. I need to rip this to shreds. The game is on the line, and you're playing cover zero in that situation, and you let Zay Jones get wide open for a touchdown. We wink Martindale. You are the DC, and you played like a scrub in the fourth quarter. I don't know how the hell we lost that game because of you. Normally, as a Ravens fan growing up, Our defense usually bails us out of games. I'm not used to the offense having to bail us out. But I swear to you, why the hell are we giving up 33 points to the Oakland Raiders? Their only weapons are Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. And Jacobs didn't do that much. So explain to me how we lose that game. That defense is not that good, and we still lose that game. Tyson Williams, he actually had a good first half. That, for, that fourth and one run for that touchdown was the best run of the game in my eyes. Didn't even get the ball, but like two or three times for this in the second half. I'm sorry. I thought we were a run first team. I don't know why all of a sudden we go away from our best running back at this point in time because Latavius Murray just got there. Give the ball to Tyson Williams and let him go to work. Don't. Oh, I am. Oh, someone else go. Someone please go. I'll take anybody. I mean, I'll go. Uh, hold
1: on. Wow. First off, first off, that was beautiful. That, that was that was a gem. That was wonderful. But yeah. how how far in the past are you living? Because you called them the Oakland Raiders. They are indifferent. They aren't at Oakland anymore, buddy. Are you, are you living that far Las in the past? With the Ravens defense too.
2: Las Vegas.
1: Um. Anyways, what I what I was gonna add to the conversation was I was just looking through this. The Ravens were three for twelve on third downs to the Oakland seven for fifteen. That that is huge. Third down conversion is one of the biggest things in the NFL. The Ravens only yeah, converted twenty five percent. On
2: third down, the so Oakland's roughly 50%. Justin, um, how do you let that happen? God, God, play calling. Oh, ooh, I almost forgot about him. Greg, mother-effing Roman, you piece of garbage. Ah, why do you do this to me? I don't hate you like the rest of the Ravens fans, but, oh, my God, I got, ooh, I got hate in my heart for this man. I got hate in my heart for this, man. I don't know why he does this to me. Every time I think we got a chance and he screws us over with a with a run play on fourth and one that we already did in, earth, in the earlier game, and that's how we got the touchdown. He tries it again on fourth and one. It gets stopped. K.J. Wright comes up the middle and stops the running back. Way to go, Greg Roman. Nice play calling there. Nice inventive play calling.
0: Ugh. Wow. So I'll just share my thoughts real quick. Get jump in between. Um, wow.
1: I don't know so how you anyways, follow that. Up. That that's deep.
0: How yeah. <laughs> so, here's the thing. This is a this is a run-oriented offense, and when they lost all of the all of their running backs to injury, that's where I found that this team is in trouble. Even though they have Lamar Jackson to run it's still nice to have the running back to have the option so that to keep the defense guessing the issue the issue is when your running back is a no name as as good as Tyson Williams was playing it's then you lose then you lose your starting guard during the during the begin during the game. it's going to give you issues on offense. You also lost Marcus Peters on defense. So the injury bug really hit them, and it showed with them today. You know, I, did, I, I, I know jo, you said Josh Jacobs is, is, a, is one of their only weapons. I don't think he's that good.
2: Stop. And on top but, of that— This ain't the day for that.
0: On top of that, but they really got shredded in the secondary. I mean, Derek threw for over 400 yards. That's where that's where the issue was in the secondary, and all the, it was the Marlon, it was just Marlon Humphrey, so that that was the issue. I didn't I didn't think they, they got shredded that poorly on, on the run game. I really didn't. I know Josh Jacobs scored two touchdowns, but he only had a few yards. I don't um, think
2: he's that good. I can't. I...
0: There's a reason they brought in Kenyon Drake, but it's the injury bug at the end of the day. I mean, I like Latavius Murray. I think I think Latavius Murray is going to be a good running back, and he's going to fill the the void fairly well as soon as he gets up to speed on this on this Ravens offense. I've always liked him. I don't think I don't think Devontae Freeman and I'm forgetting the other guy, Le'Veon Bell, Bell, are going to make much of an impact. Latavius Murray will come in and help, but the injury bug showed today. That's that's all that's. Basic. It's, it's pretty simple.
2: It It, it isn't simple because even when our left guard went down, we still scored a touchdown on the ground with Latavius Murray. So I was like, okay, we can still do this. My problem is my right tackle, the one we just got, the one to replace Orlando Brown, f- played terrible. I don't know what he did. Uh, and I really liked him going into the season. He had that nice speech going for him bruh, I'm not going to lie. I'm treating you like the opposition. I don't know. How do you let Max Crosby take your lunch money like that repeatedly? And if it wasn't him, it was Carl Nassib. First off, congratulations to Carl Nassib, first openly gay player in the league. But he should not be taking your soul like that and making Lamar Jackson fumble. Max Crosby should should not be looking like Lawrence Taylor out on the edge giving you that work. I cannot believe we just kept giving him one-on-ones for him to fail me every time. And also, Uh, it was a plus for us. That touchdown pass that Lamar Jackson threw in the first half to Marquise Brown, he only got out of the pocket because Max Crosby was giving it to uh, Alejandro Villanueva. He breaks the pocket because he has to, and then he sees Marquise Hollywood Brown in the back of the end for the touchdown. My God. I understand. Lamar Jackson did not have his best game because of the two fumbles. But if you look at the overall stats, he threw over for 200 yards. And in the first half, he had 9 of 13. Pretty accurate. And he had the touchdown, zero interceptions. He wasn't bad until the fourth quarter where he had that costly fumble and then the fumble in overtime. My problem is there shouldn't have been an overtime because my defense should be like that regardless of who's in the lineup because of my D.C. And when my D.C., Fails me and gives up twenty seven, seventeen in the fourth, fourth quarter. There's going to be an issue. No, right, seventeen in right. the third and fourth.
0: There's only so much the defensive coordinator can do when the when the uh, when the talent in, on that defensive side of the ball is depleted with injuries. And it's just, only that's one just, guy
1: they left. It's only that's a big
0: man. that's a big that's a crucial part of their secondary who they last. And on and top of that, v- they also. Miller. They also traded away one of their their a promising young prospect who they had as a as a cornerback earlier on during during the preseason who was having a great preseason. So they've they've lost a lot of pieces.
1: We couldn't um, keep them.
0: Well, this is the result. All right. It's well, happened. anyways, anyways, Justin, your Ravens will have an You'll ne- there's always next week.
1: It's no, it's not
2: one. next week. No, don't say that no. next week. You know who we have next week. You got sixteen. It's more only days. week
0: one. And then, yep. then next week it'll only be week two.
2: No, but we have the Chiefs next week in on Sunday Night Football. Okay, we need here's, to your have two. Right. here's your momentum.
1: here's your zero
2: to Here's your zero to.
0: All right, we we've talked about a lot about a lot of crazy things that have happened this week, and it was a crazy week. A lot of stuff we had to cover but we got we actually want to hear from you with our with this week's Fumble Rooski fan box so stay tuned you're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast all right we are on to our Fumble Rooski fan box segment where you guys get to run to run your own segment and give us stuff that we talk about so in order to do this we always I post a question box in our Instagram every week uh, on Mondays and i give you a question and you don't have to answer the question you can put anything but it's a genu- general question you guys can put whatever you want and we will shout you out on both on inst- both on instagram and we'll shout you out on your show and we will talk about your take or whatever you say any questions for us or anything just go check it out it's a fun fun way for you guys to get engaged in the show and get involved but anyways let's kick it off First off, we have Patrick Willever. Patrick, sorry, Patrick Willever, 22. This is his second time. He responded last time, uh, last week, with his Bengals take. And here he says Chandler Jones. So the the question of the week was, what was the craziest thing that you saw happen this week? Um, He says that Chandler Chandler Jones is five sacks. All right. Yeah. So, do you guys have any quick thoughts on that?
1: I mean, Chandler, I, I think, Chandler Jones. I think the stat stands for itself. I mean, five sacks. How often do you see a player getting five sacks in one game?
0: I mean, it was it was crazy. Like, I I don't. It's it's disappointing how underrated this guy is and how undervalued he has been by the league in the past few years. He's been one of the best defensive players, one of the best pass rushers in the league for years, and he hasn't gotten enough love. He, sho- he showcased that with his five sacks. People are, have been forgetting who how, just how capable he truly is.
2: Yeah, I mean, he had three sacks within the first quarter, and the tackle he was going against, is a pro bowler, all pro caliber player, and Taylor Lewan. So it's not like he's going up against a scrub. He did that to a pro bowler, and he still gave him the work. And he's on pace for 85 sacks.
1: I mean, I'm going to say numbers don't lie. So five sacks is five sacks. That's impressive.
0: Anyways, next up we have this kid, not sure who he is. It's uh, Sean Howe 93. Wonder wow, I, is, I, wonder,
1: Sean. I wonder. I wonder who that is. Maybe you guys Shouldn't have the same name. So me. this
0: is this is Sean Howe, our, our Dolphins fan. He responded, "Thanks, Sean, buddy." Um, so the, he said the Patriots fumbling in the red zone, down one in the fourth. So we've already given our thoughts a little bit on that, but holy crap, um, we we had that game won. I'm so I'm so disappointed. Okay.
1: But mm-hmm. I, to honest, I just put that there just to rub it in your face a little bit more. I, I just know. A little bit more. You. I know mm-hmm. you. Mhm.
0: But they should have had that game. Ultimately, I'm happy that Mac Jones had a good performance. The but they should have won that that game. That's a disappointing game. I think Patriots fans are being too easy on this Patriots team after that loss. Um. I just have
1: anyways, to with after, the team with the win right now. Yeah.
0: Whatever. 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 So. It's one week. It's it's only week one. Anyways, John Warren with three N's, W A R R E N N N. It says Lions almost come back. So the lion, the Forty Niners. But it was a bit pretty big surprise that this happened in the first place because the Forty ers they weren't that good of a team last year. They were up, They went up twenty eight points. And it wa- it wound up being a one score game, and it was it was actually incredible. It's it's one of you know out of the crazy things that happened, this was one of those things where it was just like wow.
1: I mean, Detroit put up sixteen in the fourth to San Francisco's three. Mm-hmm. If Detroit played the if Detroit played the whole game, even if they just played the second half. Like they played the fourth quarter, like if they played the third quarter the same exact way, they would have won that game. I mean, I'm looking at the fourth quarter stat line right now, and it's just heavily in favor of Detroit. Yeah, but I mean,
0: in the fourth quarter, yeah, 16-3 to in the fourth quarter, Detroit outscored San Francisco and made it a one-score game. I'm shocked it got to that point. And especially with the amount of talent that Detroit has. Unbelievable. Anyways, moving on, we have S H E L L E Y underscore twenty seventeen Shelley, otherwise known as Robert Shelley of the Pesky Pole Podcast, or Brother Sister Podcast. You guys a lot of you guys in the audience you'll know a lot about him. So we I've I guessed on his show a lot. And so what so anyway, this guy, he put out Watching my fantasy football dominate, fantasy football team dominate, dot, 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 dot. So this Who is cares? an obvious shot at the fact that uh, Robert Sh- Robert and I are in a fantasy league together. We've been in it for a couple of years, and we face each other this week. Robert had never won a game against me before. In fact, when, when I face him, I cream him. <laughs> All right, this is my this is my turf F- football. I have the football podcast. I beat I beat him every time. This time he creamed me. He dropped yep. 168 points and uh, PPR, and I got I mean I held my own. I have scored about 147 points, but he he absolutely just he absolutely went off. So I mean he's obviously saying this as a as a uh, as a shot at me trying to talk trash, but I will say, like, for the for the the question of the week being the craziest thing that has happened, it is pretty crazy that you were able to pull out a victory against me. I will say that. Anyways.
1: It's pretty crazy that Justin's uh, Ravens gave me a win in fantasy when I thought I had no chance.
2: You got so lucky. Oh, my God. I hate this I, week. Get this week over with... I, I... <laughs>
1: I'm living, Austin, it, I'm living it through. I a point. I wouldn't Justin that lost that point in fantasy to football too. <laughs> That's tough.
2: That's fine. That's due to my own stupidity because I started Keenan Allen. I should have started Keenan Allen, but I started Brandon Ayuk, and he didn't do anything. All
1: if right. I started well, anyways, Keenan
2: Allen, I would have won.
0: Anyways, we could talk. We could talk about football all day. We are a couple passionate people talking about about football, but we have to we have to end the show. But do you guys have any? Last minute, tiny, small thoughts that we haven't discussed. Anything left?
1: I mean, I'm just going to say fins up.
0: Fins, fins up? i oh go pat.
2: Just I'm trying to better right tackle it because Alejandro ain't doing it for me. Jesus.
0: Here we go. All right. That'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Spreaker, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to follow our Instagram at the underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over
1: and out.